At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. He's Kenny the whiny bitch, Kenny the whiny bitch, Kenny the whiny Karen bitch. Yeah! Kenny the whiny bitch, Kenny the whiny bitch, Kenny the whiny Karen bitch. Don't you hate him? Uh, hello? Yeah, hi, Maddie. What, what's up? You you sound like you're upset. Okay, I was able to gather out of that something about your mother is upset because your DS case is missing and you can't find it anymore. I'm guessing that it'll probably turn up, you know, over time. It probably just can't find it right now because you're rushing looking for it. No. Do you think it's gone forever? No. I don't think so, baby. We'll find it, I promise you. I want to find it now. Me too. I want to find it too, but I I'm it might it might take a little looking. Okay, well, it sounds like you're having a rough start to your day. I'm sorry. Okay, I love you. Love you, too. All right. Sure, it'll be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, can you put Mommy on? <laughs> wow. Wow. We, we, we recorded that. It's awesome. There's so much content out there in general. And there's just so many fucking voices. Apparently, I'm in a in a podcast war with somebody. I didn't even have you heard of some dude named Eric Zane? Mm, I've heard of Billy, but not Eric. <laughs> this guy just started trashing me on who are these podcasts? I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? And then um, somebody somebody sent me the clip. Is this I, the free beer and hot wings guy? Yeah, I Googled him and he was on that show. Free beer and hot wings. That fucking hacky. It was like I think it was syndicated, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. So I, I think this market was Grand Rapids, Michigan, by the way. I know. And I didn't even want to know anything about this dude, but I just did a little. First of all, his last name's not Zane. Of course, he had to change the name because that's what these radio dudes do. So it, I can't even pronounce his real last name. But yeah, it was just like he's he's trying to start this like radio war with me. And I'm like, I'm so not interested in it.
Hey, this is Patriot Nick, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, where if you don't like what the host says, he'll threaten to fight you in the streets. Hey, I'm a girl. Oh, wait, that's not the right clip. Guess I have to fight you in the street now. There you go. Now, here's your host. I'll fight you in the street. Eric Zane. I don't care where it is. I will fight you in the street. Welcome, 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 yeah! ba ba da ba 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 da ba ba da ba 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 Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures Monday through Friday for uh, so long now. My gosh, I think this is show number 716. Oh my gosh, yes. This is our uh, last handful of days before we hit year three in the books um, on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I have a guest coming up at 9 a.m. As you get this show live on Twitch, twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Eric Zane Live, all one word. Get it live every day or get it uh, the audio podcast downloadable wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show. Or you can just go back to Twitch and uh, watch the replay. That's also cool. My beloved niece, Amanda, is supposed to join me today. She is smack dab right in that community of Oxford, Michigan. And she is just one of the sweetest souls I have ever met in my entire life. Um, you know, one of those, uh, when, you, when you get to be as old as I do, you're like, ah, man, I remember when you were uh, uh, two years old. I remember when you were born, when you were growing up. Did, did anybody ever say that to you? Oh, my God, I remember when you were this big. And you're like, yeah, that, that doesn't. It, it doesn't. Never never has anybody ever said that. And then the person receiving the message went, oh, really? Oh, wow. Tell me about it. That's never happened. It's just something that elderly people, like your old pal uh, Eric Zane, utters when we see people. Uh, Jason Schaefer with the dad joke is the last name hug and kiss. Is it Amanda hug and kiss? Does anyone laugh at those? I think, I think you might just laugh at my look of disgust. Uh, Ben is saying that those are even, that that's even a bad joke. And Ben is the worst joke writer on the planet. Stop it. She is, um, uh, all right. Her father, I've known for a lifetime too. He's like six foot seven. She is about six foot one. This is my niece. Now this is, uh, on Joanne's side. So Joanne's daughter, her eldest daughter, Sue gave birth to Amanda. You don't know these names. These are all new names. 
but I've known her since she was born. Now, she, like I said, is 6'1". Her husband is 6'8", Josh. When dad is 6'8", or 6'9", and mom is about 6'1", maybe taller, kids tend to be born tall. Oh, my God. I've got three kids that are just ridiculous because, you know, Amanda is tall, and her father is tall, but not her mother. Her mother is of average height. I would say her mother is like 5'9". Maybe that's that might even be tall for a lady. Then she marries a giant. Their kids are okay. They have, um, I think they have, uh, one of the kids is eight or nine and is taller than Diana. Now, Diana is only four foot 11, but still, <laughs> these, these kids are taller than Diana. And when you talk to these these little fellas and little lady, um, uh, Kate says, 5'9 five nine is, five is not average height for a woman. Sorry. Uh, when you talk to these little people, <clears throat> not little people, young people, they, um, you forget that they're, kids so you you like when they do kids stuff like punch their brother or you know uh i don't know uh, stuff that kids do when they get into trouble you want to talk to them like an adult because they're so damn tall incredible um all right i gotta i'm, I'm in the process right now as we speak of uh sending along an email to uh, my beloved uh, niece. And I think I screwed it up the first time. So bear with me. gmail.com. Okay. Okay, it's sent, period. Let me know if you get it okay, period. The parenting style of Amanda and her gigantic husband, Josh. Oh, my God. They uh, they have a nice blend of uh, woke new ageness with sternness. And I think this is an art form. And all the while letting the kids be kids. This is uh, quite a refined process that they have. I have never seen Amanda and Josh raise their voices to their kids, ever. Now, kids, they're, they're going to do kids' things. They're not going to listen. That's what your job is as a kid. Do not listen to what anyone says. Make people crazy. That's what kids are supposed to do. And these kids are like any other kid. And they're uh, uh, unique and they're inquisitive and they're uh, sweet and they're caring and they're kids. So if we're up at Fear Bunker North and they're like climbing on the wood pile, 
I don't say anything ever because I know that they are in charge. Now, if my dad is there, their grandpa, oh my God, if those kids even blink, he's like in their grill. He's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? My dad is, my dad and kids are like, oh boy. I always have to tell them, I'm like, dad, look, man, first of all, I love you very much. But um, you can't be barking things out at people here. You just can't go around and like give these kids the business. This is a this is a place for them to climb trees, fall, break necks, you know, stuff like that. Skin knees, uh, get bitten by a snake. You know, these are memories. Uh, uh, fall onto a dead porcupine. You know, that's 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 good fun. And he's constantly like giving them the business. So my dad and uh, and, and uh, oh, no, I don't want to get her. I go, hey, I know, but their 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 mom and dad, Amanda and Josh, are are all over it. You, they they got this. They are in charge. You don't need to worry about a thing. They've they've got a very close eye on them. And besides, this isn't your place anymore. So just go sit by the fire, uh, make a s'more. I don't know. Pick up sticks. You know he's got ADHD just like I do. He's pretty hyper. Uh, so, and by the way, when he's not there, my dad and I get up, okay. Cause they're all seated around the fire. Amanda, Josh, Sue, or her husband, Jim, Diana, the whole gang is around this fire at Fear Bunker North and I am not seated. I will not sit with them. Eric sit. No, I don't want to. Well, what are you doing? I'm picking up sticks. I'm raking I'm uh, chopping wood. Well, yeah, well, don't you want to relax? I am. They're all just sitting there eating. I'm like, this sounds, that sounds terrible. Just sitting there. Oh, I can't, I have to be doing. And if I do ever get up the uh, strength to sit with these souls, I'm like, okay, you got five minutes tops, 10 minutes. I'm holding up 10 fingers. And I said five minutes. You got 10 minutes tops, but it's really five. And then I like, I got to go for a walk. Gone. Middle of the night. Just wander. Can't do it. Cannot sit still. The way these two parent, though, it's like, Jack, Jack, no. And they're like, and the kid won't stop. Okay. I'm going to give you one more warning. And then like, okay, time out. And then it's like legit. Sit there in front of this tree for eight minutes and don't move. And the kid just sits there. I'm like, oh my God, that is incredible. And these kids know. And I'm like, well, this is working for you. This is good. And I've, I've seen it. They, these kids, uh, you know, that, like I said, they're given plenty of kid room to be like kids. Uh, the parents are not too much. They got it down and the kids know that it's coming. If they get out of line now, so they've captured that. And I'm like, that's so much better than me because I would sprint after them and try and throw things at them and, and try to trip them and then uh, uh, smack them as hard as I possibly could on the ass. Oh, God. And and all the while, I'm like, I wish this was your, wish this was your fucking face. I'm always, always uh, uh, marveling. And uh, how she's able to do that. And those kids, I haven't seen them in a little while, so they're probably like six foot nine by now. Jesus. 
So my beloved niece, Amanda, she lives right in that area where Oxford High School is, where that horrible, horrible massacre took place. And just like these two, they have, uh, they're helping that community pick up the pieces. So she wants to talk with you about that, okay, and how you can help. So I, uh, I'm just excited to uh, see her. haven't seen her in quite some time. And bring her in here and uh, fill you in as to what. So that'll be kind of like a, uh, another Eric Zane Show podcast, warm and fuzzy, feel-good moment. She writes, got it, got the text, love you. Love you too. This show, as I indicated on Twitch, that's brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I need to put their logo right on the um, um, blue sunburst there. That's a good idea. I think I might talk to Sean, the Canadian Twitch guru, about that. Irvine's everywhere. I'm like NASCAR. Uh, so there you go. That is uh, Twitch. Thank you so much. If you would follow the page on Twitch, that helps your old pal Eric Zane. I had a goal of 300 by the end of December. But because of all the uh, drama with our Lord and Savior, Joseph Christ, we got kind of like a big push on that. So that's all right. Good, I guess. But uh, so uh, kind of modified the goal. Uh, let's uh, say 320. Let's go for 320 by the end of December. If you are new here, please, please, please hit the follow button on Twitch and then let people know that the show happens each and every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page still serving my suspension. Yet another 30-day suspension uh, on Facebook. That's why I got out of that. That's why the live um, the live stream is here. So uh, very good. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Follow because I will be back there. And it's brought to you again by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, that is very kind of you, Nick. He just uh, gifted someone another subscription. That is cool of you. You uh, are awesome. You've gifted a total uh, of 120. Is that right? To the ch in the channel? Oh, my God. You are too kind. Too kind. Wow. Uh, I also, yeah, uh, Crank says, the show gets started a little early. Yeah, I like to get it going a little early with the stream is starting to kind of warm you all up so we kind of hit the ground running. That is uh, that is strong. Thank you so much. Twitter, at Eric Zane Show. Follow me on Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT and the almighty YouTube. Brought to you by Frank the Tank Bus. Uh, Eric Zane show on YouTube. JDB3304 says Facebook live stream is better. Disagree. Disagree wholeheartedly. Um, from my standpoint, this is far superior. Far superior. It allows uh, so much more flexibility. From your standpoint, the viewer, maybe. But... Uh, I disagree with that too, but maybe from your perspective. Okay. Um, my God, uh, Jesus. I have to update you on the Great Food Giveaway 2, which happens Thursday, December 23rd. 
tentative time of 3 p.m. start. Spread the word that we are giving away free food. A box will be uh, hand-delivered into every car that shows up there at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. In it, a ham, uh, corn, potatoes, uh, King's Hawaiian rolls. I love those so much. A pumpkin pie and gravy. Uh, thank you to Meyer for helping us logistically take care of all this. Mike Ball for helping out. Uh, of course, Megan from Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, and and uh, and everybody at Megan's. You guys are the best. That's where this is happening on that day. And then uh, volunteers, you guys are the uh, absolute best. I I will have. I uh, Megan says she has a spreadsheet for me to, for people to sign up, but I haven't done a damn thing with it. But I really should do that. Find out who is going to be there. And then the Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance will be there giving out food, uh, pet food, with us while we are there. So we did this exact same thing last year. Uh, 100 boxes of food. Each box costs $33. So thus, we need $3,300 to pay for that. You all have done just that. You have sent money to your old pal, Eric Zane. And then uh, i that's how I pay for the food. $3,300 is what we needed. You Venmoed it to me, at Eric-Zaitunian, my real last name. Venmo at Eric-Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-E-N. PayPal at Eric Zane Show. Thank you very much. And we've just been accumulating that cash Every dollar over the 3300 that it's going to cost, which it might be a little lower for that. It depends on if Josh has like some type of sale going on at the uh, Jenison Meyer. Um, every dollar over is then immediately distributed to Kids Food Basket. You will see the receipt from Meyer, the notification that the donation was made to Kids Food Basket. We raised $175 over the weekend. Thank you. To, um, let's see, Jeff W., thank you very much. Tyler K. dropped another wad of cash in the bucket. Thank you, Melinda. Patriot Nick many times. Jason. Jason Mays with JM Synthetics. Every sale he makes, 5% goes back to the great food giveaway number two. Uh, Julie C., thank you so much. Ken F., Yes, thank you, Ken, so much. Kate Creer, oh, you're the best. Uh, uh, another one from Jason after a sale. My uh, wife backup, Sherry. Kevin K, uh, bowling money. He hustled that on a bet, probably. And on and on and on. In hand, we have $3,656.79. So there you go, food paid for. With $356.79 going towards kid uh, kids food basket. And uh, yeah, how about that? Uh, update on the Bennett flooring. Uh, great flooring giveaway. Oops. From Bennett flooring installation. Recipient number one, that is Tim K. He posted pictures on Zaniac United. Wow. It just looks so spectacular. The old stuff out, the new stuff in. That is very kind of you, Jason Mays. He uh, several work days um, spent on this amazing gift from Bennett Flooring Installation to uh, Tim and his family, which they absolutely needed it. 
They are spectacularly happy. Uh, all of the work days that uh, Jacob and Jason put in, all of the uh, cost for every bit of materials covered and in the books. That is exactly what Jacob and Jason wanted to do. They are very kind. And uh, another one coming up, we will uh, one week from today be reading the email from the recipient who will be announced. There is still time to send those along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I wish today we're starting on a better note. Uh, I did kind of want to soften things up with the story of uh, some of the um, uh, things I'm leading up to in the show and talking about Amanda, my, my niece, will be joining us. But uh, wow, what a catastrophe over the weekend. These horrific tornadoes ripped through a several state area. Uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, uh, I think there was even one more state, might have been Missouri, that got uh, ripped to shit as this uh, line of storms just basically cut the nation in half. Wow. Uh, in the middle of the night, you know, I mean, here you are, and you you like, oh, boy, the weather's getting bad. There's a candle factory in a community called Mayfield, Kentucky, which is uh, not that far from my wife's extended family in Owensboro. And uh, she called them. Everybody's fine there. Stand by. Excuse me. Um, and um, this is a, uh, a, a, a gigantic uh, place to work, this uh, candle factory. And they're like, uh-oh, big storm coming. And, the, and they uh, took shelter. And then sure enough, what is suspected to be an E- F5 tornado destroyed the place. And, okay, if you look at that community, it's just insane that everything is just laid flat. An EF5 tornado winds greater than 200 miles per hour. That is as high as it goes. Described as incredible damage. Cars mangled, thrown hundreds, possibly thousands of yards away. Frame homes, brick homes, businesses and barns swept away. Trees debarked. Corn stalks flattened or ripped out of the ground. Skyscrapers would sustain major structural damage. Grass ripped out of the ground wood and any small solid material dangerous projectiles hundreds are dead what the hell they said that um debris the debris you know it gets thrown up into the air reached as high as thirty thousand feet which is like as high as uh the a, a jetliner would go there was uh um things like family pictures that were sucked up into it and then found hundreds of miles away in Indiana. There's like some guy, there's a picture on his front yard of like a, of, you know, a, a wedding picture. And he's like, what the fuck is this? It came from like way far away. Unbelievable. Absolutely catastrophic. And uh, they, you know, I just, uh, you know, every time we see these stories, I'm always like, God, you know, can we get so, what? What do you do at that point? What, if you have no like, uh, 
if everything is completely laid flat, you have no really idea of where things should be. How do you even know where to rebuild again? You got a kind of almost like when they um, plotted the community out way back when you have to almost get back to that. You have to basically the it's wiped from the map. Hard to believe. I saw a uh, video in the candle factory there. Okay. So all these people, all these sweet people are there working it. They, they run a 24 seven operation at the candle factory and some nice lady. She's uh, uh, it's hours before her birthday. Okay. And all she's doing, cause she's working second shift. She, uh, she wants to just, okay, I want to, uh, I want to go and um, uh, uh, finish my work day and then go celebrate my birthday. And then they're like, oh, we got a storm coming. We got to take shelter. And they do. And then the building comes crashing down on them. This she goes Facebook live. Check this out. Okay. Her name is Kiana Lou. She's the calm one here. Kiana Lou is the calm one in all of this. Everybody else is freaking out and she's like pinned down and she's trying to keep all these screaming people calm. Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. We're going to be okay, Andre. I promise we is going to be fine, baby. We is going to be fine. We're going to be fine and we're going to be out tomorrow, y'all. My birthday is in a couple of hours. It's almost 10 o'clock. I know it looks black, but it's because it's obviously extremely dark in there. Occasionally you'll see a glimpse of her face. Y'all gonna sing happy birthday to me? Happy birthday. Listen, y'all. Y'all gotta sing happy birthday to me. Happy it's my birthday. Everybody tell me happy birthday. If I'm dying and I hear these people, I'm like, shut the fuck up and let me die. Oh my uh, On us. Y'all. By the way, all these people were rescued. Shelter area, Jalen. Okay. Okay, y'all. Okay, so she's doing Facebook Live. All of her friends are seeing this. This is incredible. I ain't never been like nothing like this before, now, y'all. This is something else. I don't know why I'm smiling. She's so sweet. She's got what a what a fucking spirit on this one. How about her? My foot is stuck. Like I'm stuck underneath this water. Y'all see this? You can hear muffled voices. And I'm, I'm really scared. I'm trying to be cool, y'all, but I'm really, really scared because where I'm at, where I'm at, I'm like stuck on underneath I can the water. Hear, I can hear muffled voices saying, people are coming, people are coming. I'll be the last person to get out. But I'm going to be okay. She's talking about her kids. Her kids can see this. Holy shit. But in other news, y'all see my hair? I got it platinum white. This is what I wanted for my birthday. Aww. And I'll be 40. Jalen, they, I think they're trying to get to us. But I'm really scared that I'll be one of the last people that they get to. But we are going to be okay because in this. In okay, we're, we're two minutes into this. I imagine that uh, two minutes in, a GoFundMe had already been raised and uh, $1 million was in it. And by God, she deserves it. We turning up. For, I don't know about y'all, but I'm turning up for my birthday tomorrow in a couple hours. 
I know Abby and I love you too. Thank you. Hello. Shonda. I'm really nervous because my friend was outside sitting in the van and he's not answering the phone at all. Y'all cannot feel my freaking legs. Y'all know I cuss. I'm trying not to cuss because maybe God won't give me if I start cussing. Uh, I'm not going to play this whole thing, but I am going to bounce ahead to the end of it. And who wrote fuck your birthday? Was that Corey? You asshole. Hey, ma'am. Huh? Did my sister call you back? She did. What's she say? She didn't say nothing. Wait a minute. I, what the hell? Fucking wedge. Did She's talking about, did so-and-so call you back? Hey, ma'am. You, you owe me money, bitch. Okay, who, they making me nervous, y'all. They moving, and they told us not to move. I hope that's people that's like, know what the fuck they doing. Hey, ma'am. <laughs> huh? Did my sister call you back? She did. What's she say? She didn't say nothing. I am. He said, fuck your couch. Dominique. You okay? My leg hurts so bad. I just need this water fountain to get up off me, y'all. Um, Tamar, I'm in I'm at work in Mayfield in Kentucky. But I'm I'm staying calm. I'm completely trapped under a water fountain. Is someone listening to music? Am I am I hearing uh You acting like you loose, sir? Are you loose? Okay, see. Here go the water. Sir, right here. Are you loose? This is what's in front of me. This is all on top of me. I link it up. You can check it out. I'm sure she is fine. Um, I thought I'd see her making the rounds today on the uh, on the talk shows, but uh, incredible, unbelievable. Whew. Uh, God bless the people of Mayfield, Kentucky, and the surrounding areas. It was an APB on the uh, on the on the Tennessee Zaniacs. I hope you all are okay. But what an absolute shit show that was! Just the entire town laid flat. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, right away, I uh, I I noticed on the live stream, uh, Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh asking for an update. On uh, the Eric Zane show endeavor of, um, well, if you remember, I sat here on Friday and I said, okay, Diana is gone for the weekend. And uh, I really have a great opportunity to get uh, as something that she wants done working on this basement. I have to, uh, you know, without uh, sparing you the boring details, I'm redoing it. And it's just been a slow, slow grind. And, and I, I'm telling you, it's not because I'm lazy. It is not. I'm just busy, 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 busy. There's always so much to do uh, trying to make the podcast happen. I put a lot of time into it. So then there's like, okay, finally this weekend, I've got nothing going on. I didn't even go down there. The only time I went down there was to feed the cat. And I know you're like, ah, oh, how, how I didn't do anything uh, that was a, a considered to be a waste of time. I have figured out that there's really no other way to do this unless if she's here, because if she's here, she can, <laughs> she can help me. Okay, by taking care of the, some of the shit that I had to do. Because there was other... Hold on. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, what a loser, what an asshole. You promised her you'd get some work done. Look, I didn't, I didn't watch TV. 
I didn't fuck around. I didn't do shit. Okay? Nothing. Not a damn thing that was a waste of time. But I got a lot of work done. And it just wasn't that work. You got to understand. Just hear me out. Um, okay. First of all, what did I do? Let me backtrack. What did I do? Saturday. I had to deep clean the kitchen. Have you ever deep cleaned a kitchen? Like you pull out the stove and, and, and wash the side of the stove because what I've discovered that when the NFK prepares food, he always prepares food to the right of the stove. And typically he spills liquid at some point. And then, you know, his hands are made of Crisco. So there's always a sheen on everything. So part of the deep cleaning includes pulling out the stove and uh, all of the grime and the salt and pepper and, and crumbs that falls in between the stove and the countertop becomes like crusted onto the side of the stove or oven and the and the cabinetry. So I have to do that. So in part of the deep cleaning all that, what I also have noticed is because he constantly spills liquid in that spot, it is going down in between the stove and the cabinet and it's actually rusting my oven. It's rusting my oven. Can you believe that? I've, I've never heard of such a thing, but I guess uh, they're, they're not made to get wet. It's, it's rusting out. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I got to, I got to scrape all the rust off, sand it, and then put a little paint on it. This is my fucking oven. This would be the third appliance he has destroyed since he lived here, since he started living here. First, he destroyed the, the refrigerator with the ice maker. Then he destroyed the microwave because of all the hot pockets he heats up every day. And then he, he actually goes through these things like they're disposable. So that was a fucking treat to discover. Um, and then, um, oh, fuck, I didn't send the picture. Shoot, I'll save it for tomorrow. So I'm uh, deep cleaning the oven and there's, there's just shit everywhere. And I have to do the dishes and, and all this stuff. And I get all of that done. And so the, the, the kitchen is spotless, and I feel so good about it. And I'm like, okay, that's one thing done. Eventually, I'm going to make my way downstairs. And I go, but I got to start cleaning the upstairs because the bedroom is a disaster. The bathroom is a, is a disaster. The studio is a disaster. I clean the studio. This takes forever to clean the studio. But I, do, I did it. I did a thorough job of it. Okay, you can tell because I put the new cover on the couch. So I got that done. And then, okay, I still have to... Um, uh, uh, post the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I had to get that done. And actually somebody wrote Chris wrote, he goes, Hey, where's the, where's the Ben and Eric? I don't leave. I go, Oh my God, I'll get it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, but before I did that, Hey, we had that massive windstorm. There's leaves everywhere. And every neighbor in my cul-de-sac has cleaned up their leaves. And mine is the only place that does that has a ton of leaves on it. And they're all like, come on, man, clean your shit up. Because if you don't clean your shit up, it's going to wind up on our lawn. Clean your shit up. So I'm like, I got you. I cleaned the shit up. I raked it all. And then I mowed it one more time. So now I'm like, fuck yes, I got that done. That's done. Um, and then uh, I had to post Lost or uh, Ben and Eric. And then I had to voice track Big 101.3. And then that was it. Done. That's Saturday. Okay. Then it's like five. No. Yeah. It was like five or 6 p.m. Still plenty of time. But I had promised 
Bosco's pub that I would go over there and try a burger and eat there. And I did, which by the way, stand by. I now have heard of from three of you, four of you have gone to Bosco's. Thank you so much. Uh, Kyle, Kyle R, uh, Tim and his family, uh, Tyler, who I'll read his email shortly. And then I walk into Bosco's and you know, who's there? Are we going to beer bong another third beer? That's right. Kevin freaking Kuipers is there. How great is that? Palerito, Palerito, Palerito. Fuck, man. I'm fucking hammered. Kevin Kuipers was there with his mom and his dad. Kevin, go in there and molest your mom. That was weird when I met her. Kevin, go in there and molest your mom. Because that's all I heard in my head. In my head was Kevin, go in there and molest your mom. As I met that, uh, as I met that nice lady. Sorry, the audio level just changed. I apologize for that. Just got really loud on you. Sometimes it does that. I don't know why it does that. I should be on the Zoom. Fuck off, I'm hammered. Are we going to be buying another third beer? Kevin's dad looks like drunk Eddie Money. God rest the soul of Eddie Money. I walk in there and I go, oh, hey, Kevin, what's up, buddy? How you doing? And he's like, hey, man, hey, yeah, hey. And then I see his mom. I go, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And then I. I look at uh, I look at his dad, and in my head, all I hear is, "I've got two tickets to paradise. Won't you pack your bags? We'll leave tonight." I need a picture of your dad, Kevin, so I can show everybody that your dad looks like drunk Eddie Money. Prior to going to uh, Bosco's yesterday. This is this gives you an example of where my life is like. Where I'm at in my life. Uh, I uh I got done what I wanted to do around here after yet another day of nothing in the basement on Saturday. And um I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to Bosco's and get a burger. I should I should ask the NFK if he wants to go. And then I'm like, yeah, but then you gotta go with the NFK. I don't know if I want to do that. It's either go with the NFK or then feel bad about it if I don't ask him. I go, well, yeah, you know, he hasn't been outside. He hasn't uh, left the chair in days. It's just wake up, uh, shit, drink, eat, chew tobacco, watch TV. He, he probably would love to go out with you, Aaron, to Bosco's pub. Fuck it. I'm asking him. That's it. Um, even though they will have to um, shut the business down for days for a deep cleaning afterwards, it's still, I still need to ask him. So I go, hey, Kevy, uh, I'm about to go to, uh, and I explain what's up. And he, I go, yeah, man, you want to go? And he goes, nah. 
couldn't get anybody to go with me. Um, so I just sat there at the bar, ordered an olive burger. Doug paid for it. Thank you, Doug. Absolutely fantastic. More on that a little later. But that was my Saturday. Go home, in bed, 8.30. I'm not kidding you. Saturday night, in bed, 8.30. All right, there's always Sunday, right? Always Sunday. To get, oh, back up. Take it back. After I got done with Bosco's, I go, you know, I'm going to go to the mall. And I don't know why I wanted to go to the mall. I fucking hate the mall. But this is just an opportunity to people watch. And uh, I don't know. I go, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to go to the bookstore. There's a bookstore in our mall here. I forget which one it is. Borders? I don't even know. Um, and as I'm walking up to the bookstore, this is one of those places. This happens at a few places for me. Home Depot, same thing. If I walk into a bookstore, as I approach it, and by the time I get in there, I am going to have to go caca. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. And so, quite literally, it's the plan is, okay, I'm preparing for it. As soon as I walk in there, I'm going to have to go number two. And so, I'll just have to find a bathroom. Sure enough, I walk in there. I'm like, okay, yeah, there we go. I'm not going to bother looking at any books that I might be interested in. I'm just going to go find a, uh, a toilet. Uh, they don't. I didn't see one actually in the bookstore. So it's like you got to go into the into the mall. Now, you walk through this food court, and wow! Um, as I'm approaching the area, I'm like, okay, public bathroom, um, and something is amiss. There has been some type of malfunction in there. It's either that or someone has. Um, someone like the NFK has ruined it because I'm still in the food court and I'm walking through like uh, the area where the uh, folks who are buying food from a and W or the Philly cheesesteak place are, are eating. And as I'm walking through it, I smell feces. I smell a uh, deep, deep bowel smell like one. I mean, like horrible. And I'm like, well, that's not a, that's not a, just one guy's poop. That's something on a on a on a sewage related level has happened here. There's been some type of uh, issue, and I go, well, okay. And as I, I actually, I should have stopped walking there. And as I go in, I walk in, and um, you know, they way, the way they lay the floors in case there's ever an issue with water, the floor is slanted, and then and it's it's a it's like the uh, it's a brown river. I swear to God flowing through it and people are standing at the urinals and I'm like, and I can feel it like overtaking me. It's getting into my system. This smell, it's, it's so, uh, 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 strong at this point. It's like, just, it's grabbing me and it's killing me from the inside out. I'm like, I gotta get out of here, you know? And uh, I realize it's, it's, I'm I'm now consuming it. I'm I'm probably eating it at this point. It's fucking the worst thing. And people are just going to the bathroom. And I'm like, how the fuck are you animals doing this? I'm I'm disgusted with me that I'm even here. Yet here you are, there's people sitting in the toilet, there's people standing at the urinal, something's happened, and 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 people are washing their hands, and I'm amongst these animals, these sick fuckers. 
I turn around, I go, we got to get the fuck out of here. I turn around and I walk out. I'm like, wow. And people are eating it. And they're, you know, the fact that I could smell it, uh, still in the seating area where people are consuming food means that people are, 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 it's in their food. They're eating people's shit in the fucking food court. Oh my God. What an absolute disaster. What a horrible, horrible group of people that go to the mall. This is why I, this is one of the many reasons why I hate the mall. This is why mass shootings happen at malls. People go in there and they're so disgusted with people at these places that there's nothing to do but just go home, get a gun, and and assume that uh, that that you must. Uh, oh my God! It's it's the devil talking to me. It's it's something satanic. It's just it, it's people's shit soaking into your brain. Ugh. So I'm like, these people are uh, eating their burgers and their fries with shit. It's like a little bit of ketchup, a little bit of shit as it goes into their mouth. I mean, think about that for a second. It's so horrible to even consider. But that's what happened. Got the fuck out of there. Went downstairs to another bathroom. All right, we'll take care of it this way. Thank God. Okay, before I go to the bookstore, I'm going to wander through GameStop. Uh, What I like to do is I like to, just for a nostalgic sense, just look at the previously played games and you know that everything has passed you by when the previous played previously played games are all like for playstation 5 i'm expecting to see you know uh, uh sega genesis cartridges for vector man or fucking toe jam and earl and i don't get anything like that and everybody in there is weird and uh, I, I made one walk through, and I go, and I just kept going. There's nothing to see. Nothing interests me. I'm more interested in Kenny's video games than I am with anything that they sell. Off to the books. I walk into the front of the store, and on display is a terrific item for Christmas that is apparently a hot seller. And uh, it's open with a book holder, and it's and it's uh, stacked up, and and uh, it's called Lyrics by Paul McCartney. And what you have here is a wonderful, uh, I think, two book box thing that you can get. I'm sure it's quite expensive. And what he's done is the lyrics of every song he has ever written ever written Paul McCartney even when he was a kid he's writing some little song about a pony or whatever and he's explaining uh in written form about what happened in the making of that song so if you like the that documentary get back which I've watched clips from it I've not seen the whole thing it's just outstanding seeing these geniuses make their music um you would love this book so I'm sitting there, and I uh, I open it up, and I go, and, and Penny Lane, um, another uh, s- serves another customer, a pretty. You know, I'm just reading the lyrics of Penny Lane. 
And then uh, I'm reading what happened in the writing of that from Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And um, it dawns on me after this interaction, I think this lady thought that I was a homeless thief because she comes walking up to me. And, uh, and, and I, I, I'm dressed like I always dress. Ratty sweatpants, a hoodie, beat up winter coat, uh, a hat like you. I look like this, okay? But I hadn't shaved. So as usual, I look like shit. I smell like feces because I just came out of this, this fucking uh, pervasive shithole area. And uh, she comes walking up. She goes, oh, I see you're interested in lyrics. And I go, mm, yeah, pretty cool. And she starts to explain to me about the book. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you know, uh, I really appreciate this, ma'am. Uh, but I, I can gather w- what's going on here. Contextually, I see it's a book. It's written by Paul McCartney. There's words in it. There's pictures. I, I got it all figured out. And um, she kind of like says, so if you're, uh, if you're ready to uh, um, uh, buy this, I can box it up for you. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm just looking. And then, so then she, this is what makes me think that she thinks that I'm homeless and, or trying to steal it. She's just standing there looking at me. And I'm like, she's deliberately trying to make me feel uncomfortable so that I'll leave. And so I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? How this is, this is happening. This is actually happening. So I was like, oh, so then I got uncomfortable and uh, walked away. Uh, wandered through a lot of boy, weird people shop at the bookstore. Just, you know, it, I, a very, very strange vibe in that place. Uh, the, the, a lot of kids, that lo- I don't know. It just looked like they, it looked like every kid from there was like really smart, but from the type of home where like dad drinks too much and screams all the time. And the only nice th- place that these kids can go is like the bookstore. Ugh. So anyway, looked at a couple of books I considered buying. I remember I just talked about The Catcher in the Rye and when I was telling you about the guy who shot John Lennon. I actually almost bought a copy of The Catcher in the Rye. And I said, I know. I even, I, why? I know what happens in this book. Then I looked at Tolkien. I had no idea Tolkien put out so much more work other than The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Because if I'm him and I put out The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings... You don't need to put it out, put out any more books. You know, is that guy sleeping on stacks of money? Put out a lot of books. So, yeah, kind of a weird, weird vibe at the mall. And you can shoot a uh, cannonball down through the food court of the mall. And you, you, you might miss everyone. No one goes to the mall. Okay, in a moment, I am going to bring in my lovely niece, um, Amanda. I will bring her in in just a moment. Hang on, make sure I got this right. I'm liable to screw this up. I'm still in learning curve mode, believe it or not, here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. But the open of this show... Brought to you by Bosco's Pub. 
3380 Chicago Drive, Hudsonville. Hudsonville, Michigan, not far from me. You can find it online. Just click directions and you go. <laughs> Kevin, hold on a second. Kevin Kuyper sent a picture of uh, drunk Eddie Money, his dad. Okay, that's good, but I need one without sunglasses because it was the eyes that made it. I need a picture of your dad, drunk Eddie Money, sent to me for tomorrow's show. I can't deal with it today, but I will have it for tomorrow's show. Your dad looks just like Eddie Money. We can do a separated at birth. Twin brother of Eddie Money. Uh, At Bosco's, you got to go there and try the burgers. And, uh, you know, I tried the olive burger, which is um, the olive burger has like an aioli with chopped olives in it so you're not biting into a whole olive when you bite the burger it's spread evenly on the patty seasoned perfectly cooked amazingly they entered a contest they've only been open for like nine months for best in grand rapids and they won for best olive burger now that's all they entered but they have a a a whole list of other burgers you can get at bosco's Now, they're only open for dinner right now because it's difficult to find people to work. They are hiring. If you want a job, go to Bosco's, okay? But I want you to try their burgers, and I want you to tell whoever is working there that you heard about it on the Eric Sancho podcast. This is legit a mom-and-pop business. Doug, who will probably be the one serving you your drink, um, got out of his trade that he was in. I think he worked in a steel mill or something like that, you know, and he put all his eggs in one basket and opened up the uh, bar restaurant. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Tyler writes this. Uh, Doug Furness is his name. Tell Papa Furness his advertising dollars are working. Granted, I've been here before, but after hearing you talk about them, I had to come here again for supper. The, quote, full pour was at work. He talks talking about how the drinks are made strong. Uh, far better than other local weak-ass places to eat. Uh, you'd have to be Elon Musk to afford a buzz with the other restaurants' measured rations of booze, not Bosco's. I'll be back again soon. Ha-ha. Remember, mention your old pal Eric Zane when you go to Bosco's. The flooring installer on the Eric Zane Show podcast is Bennett Flooring Installation. If you are in West Michigan, uh, you rip out the old flooring, you buy the new flooring, and then Bennett installs it. Uh, Call or text 616-318-0167 or go to BennettFlooringInstallation.com for more information. Oops. They will show up at your place, measure, and off you go. Give you an estimate and uh, tell you exactly how much it's going to cost you. This is a, uh, a great way to have it professionally installed without breaking the bank. That's the way they do it because they're only worried about the uh, installation. You're doing all the other heavy lifting. Uh, big news over the weekend. I'll have uh, Donnie Veltman on the show tomorrow because FullHouseComedy.com, if you remember, there was a story I told you about um, funny business comedy agency, which books comedy shows. 
Um, they did that for Don. He would pay them to book shows to get acts to come to his uh, venues. They pulled the rug out from under him and said, sorry, Dr. Grins is all we're concerned with. We don't like you anymore. And they basically cut the cord. So that meant Don had no one to book acts. Well, he was motivated and started getting on the phone himself and booking these acts. And he's done just that. He's done a great job of it. Well, Dr. Grins went belly up out of business. There is no more Dr. Grins as of January 1. Okay. Full House Comedy, not only are they last man standing, but they've even added Creston Brewery as a venue. So now between the Park Theater, Creston Brewery, the Listening Room, part of Studio C, Downtown Grand Rapids, Rockford Lanes, Spectrum Lanes, Howard City Lanes, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon, and I'm probably, oh, uh, Billy's Lounge in Grand Rapids. These are all under the umbrella of Full House Comedy. Michael, oh, also, I even forgot about this one. The uh, Froenthal Center. That's in Muskegon. That's also a back alley comedy, or I'm sorry, a full house comedy venue. Michael Winslow, January 6th and 7th. Christopher Titus, January 7th and 8th. Finesse Mitchell, January 13th, 14th, and 15th. Brett Ernst, January 19th through 22. Jimmy Kimmel's sister, Jill, is a terrific stand-up act. February 3rd through the 5th. Robert Kelly, one of my favorites, Park Theater, February 17th. Tony Hinchcliffe, February 25th. And the list goes on and on and on. All of a sudden, Don Veltman is wide open in the end zone. Congrats, Donnie. All of that hard work that you uh, that you did paid off. Good for you. Good for you. Okay. I am ready to bring into the podcast my beloved niece. There was a moment back when she was two years old, maybe less, when I was at my dad's house, okay? My sweet little niece, Amanda, was running around. I'll never forget this. My dad was there wearing his soccer shorts, shirt off, hairy chest, drinking Budweiser beer, uh, and, and I'm standing next to him, and Amanda is running around in circles like a one-and-a-half-year-old kid would do. And this is a well-documented story. Different family members will tell you this story. He's going faster, faster, faster. She's going, okay, okay. And she's going faster and faster in a circle, and he sticks out his foot and trips her, and she goes flying, face plant. And my dad's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, my God. She doesn't remember it, but let's bring her in right now. She is uh, my multi-talented niece, Amanda. How are you, darling? I am doing really well. Uh, I didn't. I do not remember that story, and I'm totally cracking up over here listening to you tell it. Yes, it yes. Sounds very much like something Meathead would do. <laughs> yes, yes. You're not gonna. You remember how I told you you got to back up because you're cut off. Oh yes. You're I, so cut off. Go way back. Keep going. Or you know what? You know what you should do. Pan your camera a little up. If you can pan your camera up. Yeah. Okay. That's looking great. Just like that. I know it looks no a little down, a little down, a little down. Perfect. Right there. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Right there. You are absolutely perfect. It's good to see you, my dear. 
It is good to see you too. Hi. Uh, I uh, started the show uh, talking about, um, and by the way, you are going to see lots of comments and they're all jokers and they're all silly. And so when you see them, hopefully they won't try to throw you off, but they're all really, really sweet people who uh, I love your people. I've been watching their comments and I think they're fun. Okay, good. <laughs> I uh, started the show talking about uh, you and, and Josh and your, and your amazing kids and, uh, and your kids are all going to be seven feet tall. Uh, how tall are the boys right now? Oh, I don't know, but they're definitely taller. So Jack is in fourth grade and he's taller than his seventh grade, 13 year old best friend. So I feel bad for that kid. Um, cause he's abnormally short, but anyway, yes, they, people think they're older than they are all the time. Well, um, welcome. I, I, I wish it were for better circumstances, but it's stories like this that kind of, uh, solidify, uh, a, a person's spirit. And it kind of goes, um, true to what has been a big part of your life for many, many years. Uh, you have been uh, kind of reaching out and helping people. That's been something that's, uh, been uh, something you've been involved with for quite some time. Isn't that right? Yeah, I work for a nonprofit organization and we, um, it's kind of like an incubator for new nonprofits, people that have an idea for helping the community that want to get started up and our crew will help them get on their feet and really teach them the ropes of what it looks like to start a nonprofit organization. So it's been awesome because I like to start new projects all the time and I get the honor of doing that um, with some pretty incredible people with the Biden Ministries. Okay. Uh, go back in time, week and a half, the uh, horrible incident, Oxford High School is, in fact, Oxford is not far at all from where you are on the map in Michigan, correct? Right. Yeah. Oxford is about 15 minutes away from me. Um, and I've worked with high school students. You know, my, the job that I did before this nonprofit was I worked in a church and I ran the youth program for 10 years and most of my students were Oxford, Lake Orion, Rochester. So all in that area. Right. So I have a deep love for these students. Uh, Faith-based, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's been a big part of your life. And, uh, and that's, you know, a, a lot of times you get young people from these different communities, like you indicated, get together. You guys might maybe go on a retreat or do something fun or maybe uh, uh, help somebody in the community who needs it, stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. Yep. We've done all kinds of different things. We'll, we do stuff inside the schools. We would have kids come to the church. You know, we've taken kids on mission trips out of the country. You know, we took some kids to Haiti after um, the tragedy there and helped um, bring food to people's homes. So it's, we've done all kinds of different things with students, but they're, they're pretty incredible and they're stronger than people think. Okay. Um, so now uh, take me through what you are doing to try to help, um, help these people get back on their feet. Yeah. So my sister and I, we own a small business. This is my sister, Shannon. She's lurking. In oh the my corner. God. Hi, how are you? I didn't know you were there. <laughs> yeah. Lurking. <laughs> she didn't want to be on camera, but I told her I was going to make her come over here. Look so, at you okay. two. You're so beautiful. <laughs> you two are so beautiful. Oh my God. Oh, we love you. Um, so we have this, a small business and my regular job, like I said, is working for this nonprofit organization. And one of my very good friends, She's a part of the work that we do with this nonprofit and um, her part is called Sanctuary Services where she gives free trauma therapy to students and families, um, just pretty much anybody that's going through tr some sort of trauma that can't pay for it. Like she'll scholarship people through her nonprofit organization that raises funds for that. Um, so when this happened in Oxford, my sister and I decided that we were gonna make, I don't know if you can see 
this here, um, but I've got this gold heart ring and then this ring next to it have the Oxford High School colors. Um, so we made a bunch of these rings with our ring business uh, to sell and we're raising money to support sanctuary services, which is providing trauma therapy for students and families in Oxford for free. Um, it's just however much money we can raise, you know, that's how many people can get therapy for free. So basically people are, um, as a fundraiser, uh, giving money to the, to the cause and they, and they get a ring in return. Like, Hey, I helped out one of those things. Correct. Yeah. Well, if they order pretty much, if they order anything on our website, if they put Oxford there in the order details, uh, right before checkout, any, even if they didn't order these Oxford rings, it's just whatever they order, we'll give 25% towards helping these students in Oxford. And, and we give to a lot of different things. Like right now, um, we're, we've got a fund that's going towards anti-human trafficking that's happening across the world. And, and, you know, something that's helping widows. Like we've got all kinds of things that we give to, but we definitely, when, when this happened, wanted to step in and use what we had um, to help students and families in Oxford because that's our community, you know, and if we're going to be giving all around the world, we want to give back to our own community. That's fantastic. And I know that uh, for a long time, that was part of it, raising money for anti-trafficking uh, measures to, to, to protect people. And then uh, I think I had a conversation with you yesterday about Britt from The Bachelorette. She got on board uh, with that, and then uh, you 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 kind of banged down her door for this, too, and she's helping you uh, spread the word about this. And she has a lot of people that follow her on Instagram. Isn't that right? Yeah, Britt is the bomb. Like, we totally love her. So we reached out to her just, I don't know, my sister and I watched The Bachelorette, and we love her, but she's a hometown girl. She's from here. So when, you know when we were deciding what we were going to do for this giving back, you know, the end of the year is give back season. So we wanted to come up with a plan for what we could do with our business. And we reached out to Britt because we know she's passionate about anti-human trafficking work as well. So we asked her to partner with us for that, but she's, um, you know, she joined up with us on Instagram and, and did a few posts just to say, Hey, check these people out. So yeah, that was really cool. We were super excited about that um, on our Instagram account. If people want to help out, you would want them to go to your uh, spot on Instagram. Isn't that correct? Well, we'd love to have people follow us on Instagram because we're just trying to build our business. But if people want a donation to go towards Oxford. Any purchase they make on our actual website would be where they should go. You know, if okay. they still have last minute Christmas shopping to do, or even if it's, even if it's not for Christmas, just any time, like, these students have experienced a, a deeply traumatic thing and they're going to need trauma therapy. Like my friend who's a therapist says that it costs for a kid to do trauma therapy once a week for an entire year is seven grand. So it's like, we want to keep giving to that and we're not going to stop giving to that until kids are done receiving trauma therapy. So for the whole rest of the year, we're going to keep that fundraiser open and hoping to fund as much as we can for them just because we care. So ringtrue.com is what we're talking about. R-I-N-G-T-R-U-E. Am I getting that wrong? Ring true co. So it's oh. ring true co. I've, I've been doing horribly at this. I I am so sorry. No, I love you. You're fantastic. You made me want to go to that Bosco's place. <laughs> All right. I'm out of this. <laughs> I left to go get a burger. <laughs> okay. Ring true. So R-I-N-G-T-R-U-E-C-O. Dot com. Uh, dot com. That's our website. And our Instagram is at ringtrue underscore co. Un- okay. I got it. 
at ringtrue underscore co. I think I I did it correctly. God. Yeah, oh, think- and we're on Facebook. Yes, Shannon Meathead's other granddaughter says we're on Facebook too. <laughs> it's the same thing. Ringtrue underscore co. At. Do the little at. Wait, I missed all that. Do it again. The, the, you got to do the little ad at the beginning for our Instagram and our Facebook. It's at ringtrue underscore co. C-O at the end. Co. Okay, hang on. Get, I'm old. Ring true <laughs> underscore C-O. I love you and your oldness. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I was describing to the audience that when uh, we're up north, I don't, you guys are all seated. What am I doing while you're all seated around the fire? Um, any kind of work that you could possibly be doing. You never sit down. It's like you're raking leaves. You're chopping wood. You're like in the woods, chopping a tree down. We don't know where you are running marathon. I don't know. With your dog chasing crazy dogs, trying to figure out where the heck they are next. O'Neal, Bruce, Bruce. Always, always. Where are your dogs? Oh my God. I can't believe somebody's wheel they're always trying to like your dogs are always trying to run under someone's wheels that's when true they're driving. i know it it's like god forbid if someone pulls up because the dog goes tries to die the dog tries to die <laughs> i don't understand this. oh my god can you tell me a little bit more about the rings like are we is it are you hand making this because some people with because yes. this is a piece of jewelry correct it is. Okay, so the rings here. Get your hands in yours. Uh, Meatheads, meat other granddaughter. Um, okay, so this is, they're stretchy. See? And they're like, you're not going to break them. People are like, oh, I break things. It's like, no, they don't break. Um, but they're stretchy, and so you can pick which fingers you want them on. No, I hope this is an okay angle. No, it's fine. Yeah, so, um, like, we do all different kinds of colors with them, and people can build their own set. It's like a set of three for $30, or you can buy a single band for 10 bucks, like these Oxford... Um, color bands are only $10. And by the way, we've been giving them away to high school students for free. So we are not charging Oxford high school students. Like I had a little girl from Oxford, a senior in high school, put in an order. She spent over a hundred dollars on our website. And I contacted her. I said, Hey, look, your money is no good here. I refunded her her hundred dollars. And I said, I will give these to you for free because we're not trying to make money um, off of a tragedy. We're trying to donate back. And so any kids from that school that want a ring, we've just been making them and giving them out. So I'm staying up till midnight with my little bead needle, like doing these literally beads one at a time on a string yeah. um, and tying it. So it's a, it is a lot of work. It takes a long time, but any like little piece of comfort that I can give to these teenagers that are experiencing this tragedy, I just, I just want to do that. I mean, I love them. This should not be part of their story. It is horrifying as we all know. And they're all having the same kind of thoughts that we're having. Like, how can I wake up and go back to school knowing that some of my friends that I used to know aren't going to be there? Or, you know, like, how can I say goodbye to my mom not knowing if I'm going to see her again? Like, these are things that I've heard students saying, and it's heartbreaking. So if they can just look down at their hand and see this stupid little beaded ring, knowing that some adult they don't know made it for them and gave it to them, like, if that brings them joy, then that makes us happy. So we're trying to do that um, to help these kids. Aww. My God, you're absolutely awesome. Thank uh, you. I have a uh, I have a question about uh, timeouts because I was talking with the audience about the uh, the power of the timeout in in your family. Has there ever been a moment when any of the children have actually tried to break out of the timeout zone without being given the okay? Um, 
Definitely. I think Mila, she's our youngest. She's the biggest offender. She does not respect the timeout the way her older, older brothers did. So um, we're still working. I think it's a youngest child thing, not to offend any youngest children around here, but I think that the youngest thinks they can get away with crap, but you know, I'm pretty strict with those. Kids oh, and I, get away with oh I, I love it when you're there. It's, it's, it's dinner and a show. I'm like, just, just watch them. I've never seen anything like it before. Do you realize that most parents beat their kids? Most beat their kids. You don't beat your children. <laughs> Did Meathead beat you? Of course. Oh, my God. He hit me with a belt. Ah, whammo. Oh, my God. I'm like, no, no. It's all right. It was great. <laughs> oh, no. Leo, my son, Leo, he's our middle. His his biggest joy in life is food. So, like, timeouts are whatever to him. But if we say that you can't have a snack or even worse, he hates olives, like, has a deep hatred for olives. So Josh bought a jar of olives last week, and our latest punishment is that every time Leo is being a punk about something, we make him eat an olive. Oh, and yes. It is so funny. I wish you could see his face. He, like, loses it. It's the best, it yes. is the best punishment we've ever come up with. You, okay. Rolling. You need to video that and then uh, produce a, a – uh, compilation i mean that's a great that is a million that's a, that's thousands of dollars to, to that you could generate and give to your charity of this could charity, whoa, eat. charity chips sold by amanda here you go give oh. your kid an olive i don't know create you could come up with creativepunishment.com and just oh this is great oh, oh. His face, it looks like somebody punched him in the face multiple times. And I had to walk out of the room because you're supposed to be serious, like, this is a consequence. And I'm like laughing because I can't. So, were you nervous about this getting this whole getting on this podcast? Were you nervous at all? I was, I was nervous. I knew you. I, 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 I knew you both would do fantastic. I mean, seriously. I, I told you it's just going to be a conversation. So it's you. you yeah. Seriously, you, you did. You did so awesome. Oh, thank you. I love you. I really appreciate you letting. Oh, me. the pleasure is all mine. Tell everybody again because I'm going to ruin it. What they need to do in order to get uh, a a piece of jewelry or whatever it is, or, or check you guys out, please. No, oh, I got you. Okay, so it's Ring True Co. Dot com is our website. So www.ringtruco.com. Um, and then when you go on there, you pick anything, you can buy anything, get anything else. And then at the end of checkout, there's a little box where you can type in details for your order for there and um, we'll donate 25% of anything that you for students. And then um, your account is through underscore co. We would love to see some people come and follow us just because we're trying to build our business. That would be amazing. Okay, you guys have a wonderful day. I know. Uh, thank you for taking time and doing this. I'm so glad you reached out to me. It's uh, it's good to have see your see your lovely shining faces. Okay. Thank you. Love you, Larry. We love you. Love you too. Talk to you very soon. Okay. There you go. Uh, my uh, beloved nieces. Got a little nutty on the uh, on the on the Zoom there, but at the at the at the end, they did awesome. Oh my God, I'm just so happy with them. Great, great uh, couple of uh, sweet young ladies who I've known since they were knee high to a grasshopper. That's what you say when you're old. I've known you since you were knee high to a grasshopper. Uh, I didn't pay attention, thank God, to the comments. 
The only thing I saw, uh, Amanda, I'll check in and I'll let you know. She, Amanda wants to know, do they take PayPal? I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll find out for you. How does that sound? All I saw was, you, Dean, behave. Dean is such a fuck. You know what he said one time to my daughter? And I, I've warned him about this. And he does it again. And as much as I love him, you're, that's not funny. I, I, I'm actually a little offended. He's always, this is the second masturbation joke about one of my loved ones. The first one was my daughter. When he said one time she was, and I, I warned you, so now I'm going to call you out directly and entertain everybody with how horrible this is. He said, anyone have a cigarette? Implying that he just finished masturbating to my nieces. That's what he said there. Prior to that, he had said, hang on, Jackie, wait a minute. I'm almost finished when she was joining me on the podcast. She saw that. My daughter saw that. This is months ago. She called me. My daughter called me and said, I'm really grossed out by that. I wish he would stop doing that. I called him directly and said, hey, that's not okay. Can you knock that off? I had a conversation with him off the podcast. I didn't embarrass him on the podcast. Okay. And so he said, oh, I'm sorry, but now you've done it again. Another gross reference. Okay. Shut up, Kyle. We know what he meant. So now, now it's too much. I was finishing breakfast. Yeah. Good one, Dean. You've, you've gone way too far. You've gone too far. It's too much. I, I seriously stop, stop. You are, don't, in fact, I don't want to see your name for the rest of this podcast. I'm so upset at you. I know exactly what you meant. Everybody knows what you meant. It's fucking gross. Those are, those are my loved ones. They don't need to see that. I mean, come on, man. It wouldn't be so, if it was just the first time you did it, it wouldn't have been so bad, but it's the second time now you've referenced that. What am I, what do I have to do to get you to stop referencing that you're masturbating to my loved ones? Is there any way possible I could get you to stop referencing that you're touching your penis while my loved ones make appearances on the show? Is that possible? You could maybe avoid discussing about masturbating when my loved ones make appearances to talk about fallen people in a community that might be i think a bit overboard you know that might be too much Wings guy 71 says, remember when Madison was creeped out by some old guy at the gym? Turns out that was Dean too, which by the way, you know what Dean has said to Madison since this is now a uh, open season on Dean, you know what he said to Madison one time, he walked up to Madison and he said, I'm not kidding you because she said to me how bad this made her feel. And I'm not even kidding. Dad. I felt terrible when Dean said to me, hey, Madison, now that you're 18, can I crack your back? 
too much. Just too much. Dean, do you remember that time when we were like at odds and we were like seriously like you hated me and we were fighting and I had done something mean to you? We don't want that to happen. It's just, you're just gross, okay? Those are gross things to say to people. So between Jackie and Madison and my nieces. That's a little strong. I would really like it if you not ever ever comment on those things. I, 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 is that too much to ask? Is that, I know you're kidding, but it just makes that. And I, I laugh too sometimes, but it makes them feel bad. They see it. They hear it from you. You're making them feel gross. Okay. Oh, for God's sake. I don't think I'm asking too much. Does any raise your hand. If you think that I am out of line here, I've even been fair in explaining it. It's not okay to do that to these young ladies. Oh, God, come on. You'll notice he didn't mention his wife, Dean, so he still got those jokes. No, Diana has no problem with it. Of course you can make, you can do all that shit because she's playing along. There's a huge difference. She thinks it's hilarious. Madison doesn't. Jackie doesn't. It makes them feel bad. I've talked to you about it. Though, so new people come in and then you say terrible things about them. Oh, God. Hang on. I need to go. I need to get a drink. It's so fatiguing. It's so frustrating. It's so difficult. It's like I'm dealing with, on some level, like a, 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 a class of children who, for the most part, are okay, but occasionally one kid sticks his finger up his ass and then wipes it on the mustache zone of another child. Some type of horrible behavior comes out of left field, And then the teacher has to pick up the pieces. That's what we're going. That's what we're dealing with at this level at this time. I still love you, but it's frustrating to me. It's very, very frustrating. Oh boy. Now you've done it. Now you've done it because I see a message from one of the most badass people on the planet. Amanda and Shannon's dad. Tom has texted me because he's watching. He was watching his lovely daughters. He writes, I will kill him. Dude. And you know what? He's retired. He retired young. And he is looking for something to do. And if he decides, remember that scene in, what the fuck was that movie? No Country for Old Men. 
I'm going to make you a little project. I'm going to I'm going to make a little project out of you. Click. Sorry about that, Tom. Trying to keep the uh, uh, natives from getting too restless. I apologize on behalf of him. I'm sure he'll apologize too. Fucking terrible. <sighs> Something so nice. All you got to do is listen, buy a ring, help out kids that have perished. It's the sweetest story in the world. I was looking so forward to that, and you 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 you, you blew it all up. The Duchess says completely blown out of proportion. What? Wait a minute. Hold on a second here. We'll get to the bottom of this. Hello. Hello. What? What did I do wrong? <laughs> okay, so you didn't do anything wrong, and I understand your point. But what I'm suggesting is that everybody else piling on, yeah, who may not completely understand Dean's weird sense of humor, you know, I, I honestly, I don't think he means anything bad. I don't either, but I've talked to him. I have talked to him off of the I, podcast about the similar thing. Um. I'm sure, again, I don't think he meant it. I, I know he doesn't, but it, it, they don't know him. Well, that's okay. And they're, and, and they're watching. Well, I guess. <laughs> so you're telling me if you your know. daughter, if you have a daughter that isn't exposed to the group and has never been exposed to the group, suddenly finds, sees that comment and figures out what's going on. I know I would be, I would be like, hey, that's a little weird. Well, it's. It is weird, but again, it's oh, it's, it's hard. I totally get it because I have daughters, so I understand. It's a, and I know he's harmless. I know he doesn't mean anything, and I'm not really like going to kill him. In fact, I'll probably call him. But I have had a conversation with him about something very similar. I know. I think it's it's tough to see everybody who let me phrase who's in on the joke of the goofiness, like now starting. Well, to I don't think on. he needs to worry about these other people telling him to not to whatever. If they're telling him to uh, uh, knock it off, whatever, I get it. But the, the one he should talk is me. I'm I've asked him not to do that. And I was polite about it. In fact, I was polite about this too, but I, I still need to, you can't do that. It's, I mean, uh, come on. It's too much. Well, I definitely think I, I'm sure he will reach out to you. I hope so. Well, I'm going to reach out to him. I don't. I don't want him to be offended, but I do have to let him know. I mean, come on. Well, that's true. I mean, the communication is key, and and I think it's sometimes we we in a group have <clears throat> gone overboard. hundred. I mean, I love Dean. I do love Dean, and I love everybody in this group. But if I if someone does something, I have to say something. I have I to. I totally agree with that. It's your podcast, your rules, and, you know, you got to draw the line. Okay. Completely I'm going to call him right now. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Get to the bottom of this. Take care of this. Nip this in the bud.
<laughs> Dude, what are yeah. you, what are you doing? You did it again. Of course I did. What did you do that for? Come on. It was supposed to be funny. I know, but you got you, What do I tell Kenny? What is the word I tell Kenny? Think before you type. Think before you type. New people, my nieces, family who've never seen this show watching. You, of course, did that. We've talked about this in the past. What the? So, yeah, you know, I mean, come on. It's a little, little, little funky. Yes. A lot of other people kept making comments up and right before I even started into it. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll have a word with them, too, but, you know. If you, if you look on there, before I even made comments, there was a shitload of other people said, uh-oh, uh-oh, and they right. didn't make comments left and right. But I did talk to you. You remember the conversation we had. We had a yeah. very similar conversation about this. So you know, and maybe it just got away from you. I'll give you benefit of the doubt. But uh, come on. I mean, uh, what the hell? So. Okay. How are the horses? Oh, we're betting uh, sawdust right now as we speak. Okay. Beca- don't touch any of them in the ding-dong. Okay. All right. All right. I love you. Yeah. Bye. Oh. Oh, he's awkward as hell. He did the old. He did the old. Everyone else did it. Everyone else did it. So I figured it was okay. Uh, now I got to go back and look. Are you guys going to make me do that? Tell us some stories of Uncle Eric. She's lovely, and all you maniacs behave yourselves. So Kate was like, it's coming. I know it is. Uh, Amanda says, oh, this chick is gorgeous, and I want to be her BFF. Tell your uncle to go work on the basement. Dean, <laughs> the first comment I see is from Dean. Do, I, do you have an older sister? All right, if it ended there, no big deal. Then I see Dean be nice. LOL. Wow. Behave. I love you too. Stop challenging Duchess of New Jersey. Tim says, stop challenging him. Kate's getting ready to throw a shoe at Dean. Amanda wants the website. And then Dean. Okay. Now I haven't yet seen any of these comments. I see one that says my eyes are up here, probably related to the, it was the camera was uh, trained way too low. I saw Dean's first comment. And then I see Dean. uh, If we went out, Eric and I would be related. So that's two. Then Dean says her sister is smoking three. Amanda wants to buy a ring. Uh, the comment, I love you and your oldness by Amanda made everybody laugh. Dean says, anyone have a cigarette? Yeah, I'm guessing we'll be good. I don't see any other comments. I'm guessing we'll be, uh, we'll be okay for a little while on, on, on those types of awkward moments. But my God, that was terrible. What the fuck are you doing? It will be an execution. Detroit style, says Amanda's father. 
Oh my god. That was terrible. Okay. Where are we here? Uh, I talked about um, Bosco's Pub, and then I talked about Bennett Flooring and Full House Comedy. Now I got to go tinkle, so I'm going to do that. There is going to be an intermission. An intermission, I say. Uh, again, if you're following or watching the show on Twitch, please follow the page. I appreciate that. That helps me. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. Oh, boy. All right. Where was I? That started out all great. I was so happy with it. And then it got weird. Okay. Flush it. It's over. It's over. It's handled. Nobody's, uh, I don't think that was an overreaction. It's all good. Kate's crazy. Uh, uh, Dean, right, right with her. So there you go. Kate, Kate for not agreeing with me is a nominee for asshole of the day. And Dean for, uh, weirdo comments. Fortunately, you two are in the running for asshole of the day. It would have to be one in one a, uh, everybody is open to asshole of the day. Get your votes in early for asshole of the day. Who you think it could possibly be at this point. We are one hour. Well, we're that far in. We're one hour and 40 minutes in. There can't possibly be that much more show. And it's a, it's a weird feeling on a Monday to have two beloved, beloved Zaniacs to be in the running for asshole of the day. Uh, because at this point in time, all I've done is talked about tornadoes. Uh, I didn't get anything done downstairs. The horrible incident at the bookstore or at the mall. Uh, people eating shit at the mall. And then my beloved nieces joining me. And then Dean referencing that he just finished masturbating to my nieces and needed a cigarette. And then Kate saying, that's good. That's what Kate said. Kate said that was an excellent, harmless comment that everyone should say, any 50-year-old man should say to Eric's nieces, that indicate it should be okay, Kate believes, for a 50-something-year-old man to walk up to one of my nieces and say, hey, I just got done masturbating. Kate feels that that is appropriate. And I, I tried to calmly talk her through it, and all she said was, no, uh, old men should be able to masturbate to your loved ones, Eric. That's what she said. And now, you know, it, we've gotten to a point in the relationship between uh, me and amazing audience members where they're so comfortable that they want me to watch them masturbate to loved ones. That's horrible, and I'm so disgusted that this is all going on. Dean, like a child, says, I said needed a cigarette. Your dirty mind went to a bad place, Eric. No, you're the child, okay? 
uh, because you said all that you said prior to that comment, and I know exactly what you meant. You're a filthy scumbag who deserves the 10-minute timeout that you are about to get. Eat that and a timeout to the uh, Duchess of New Jersey. She deserves it too. She's a scumbag as well. Go back to your filthy New Jersey whore lifestyle. I can't even get behind that one. Take that. You have earned the asshole of the day. Nomination. Two nominations. One for Kate and one for Boring Dean. You guys vote. All right. Affordable limousine and party bus is still hiring. Buscareers.com. That's all you have to do. 401k. Paid time off. Uh, a lot of uh, jobs with charter buses. Traveling with uh, the military at sometimes Athletic teams. Affordable limousine and party bus is hiring. If you are an experienced driver with a Class B license with passenger endorsements, reach out to my friends at buscareers.com and fill out the form. They're the absolute best. Great place to work. You're going to love this so much. Work smarter, not harder. Affordable limousine and party bus. Okay, matching 401k. Great, great place to work. Check them out online, buscareers.com, and fill out the form. Insurance. The licensed independent insurance agent slash broker of choice on the Eric Zancho podcast is a gentleman by the name of Frank Fuss. My policy shop insurance. Um, you go to buyinsurancehere.com, fill out the form, and he'll take care of the rest. Or you can call or text him, 616 914 Excuse me, 070. That's 616-914-4070 for Frank Fuss. Uh, the NFK just got his new policy with his Medicare uh, policy through Frank. It's a much better policy. He was he had shit before. Thank God Frank is in the fold because this surgery that my brother-in-law is going to get would have been very, very costly. He would have had to have paid 10 to 20% of the $70,000 price tag for this laminectomy that he is having done. I told Frank about it. He goes, no, 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 no. Wait till January 1 or any date after. With this new policy, the cost is zero. What are you doing? I told you to run everything by me. So thankfully, I remembered. 616-914-4070. Thank you to Frank the Tank Fuss. And then there's TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. You are the best over there. Thank you. Uh, Get together a group of people and don't worry about anything. Just walk in throw money at them, and they go, all right, let's go have a great paintball war. You and your group of 10, 20, 30, doesn't matter. Get the kids in the neighborhood, your friends, your family, whatever it may be, and get to TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com and uh, featuring Wednesday's Little League for the people who are just getting into paintball for the first time, some of those young people. They're like, oh, my God, this is great. But, you know, they maybe they're a little scared because they don't want to uh, feel the sting of a paintball uh, hitting them with the normal equipment that you use. They work their uh, way up to it. A little uh, exposure training, exposure uh, therapy, if you will. TCPaintballGR.com. Okay. 
my God, this story. This guy was, uh, he's a, a British dude living in Singapore. And there's like some botanical garden where he's hanging out, taking a uh, leisurely stroll, if you will. And in this uh, setup for this botanical garden, um, they have a pack of otters that roam around. And uh, so, the hey, Don, how are you? The Canadian Twitch guru, Don, is in here. The, uh, the otters roam around and they like run right by you as you're walking through this botanical garden. This 60-year-old guy in Singapore is minding his own business and you won't believe it. These cute otters, which I mean, who hasn't sat there and watched video of otters? The otters attacked him and mauled him. Check this out. This is the one that... A British man resident in Singapore has described fearing for his life after being attacked by a pack of wild otters. See? Okay, now you got it. Now it's there. I'm such a dick. Graham George Spencer suffered 26 wounds on his buttocks, legs and fingers while on his usual 6am walk in Singapore Botanic Gardens. He said the around 20 otters biting him felt like a staple gun and that he fell to the ground. When I laid there, it was like time had stopped and I just kept thinking, surely I'm not gonna die this way. Is this how I'm gonna end? How do, what would my kids think? And I just thought, gosh, no. I, oh, I, gross, I, look at that. Get out of this. And I literally, it probably only lasted 10 seconds, but it was as if time stopped and I, I just was going over all this. Why didn't he defend himself? I would have grabbed the first two that are gnawing on my ankles. Okay, so you got 20. Two are gnawing on your ankles. All right? Uh, grab two and smash their heads together as hard as possible. That's two down. Uh, then you grab two more by the tail. Okay, and like the... They don't, they don't weigh that much. You grab them by the tail, and then you now you have weapons, and you're swinging... You're, you're, the otters are the weapons, and you're swinging the otters around, okay? And you start bashing other otters with otters. So then there's uh, otter brains flying everywhere. All the while, you're stomping with your old man feet on otter necks, okay? Uh, so I, you know, this guy seriously needs a need a needs a class on you know uh, uh, how to defend yourself when otters attack thinking I, i've got to get up animal welfare groups say it's rare for otters to attack humans unless they feel threatened is that spencer said uh, is that a dog barking or are the otters barking he thought the animals mistook him for a runner who stepped oh. on one of the otters in the dim look at, early look at this look at this this is guy i was talking about this is the homeless dude sleeping and then the otters just come up and go yeah man hey let's go check out this guy's foot look at that oh Fucking terrible. ...in the dim early morning light. He escaped after a friend ran over and pulled him away. Now Spencer hopes authorities will put in place measures such as... Looks like a scene from Reservoir Dogs for otters. ...more solar-powered lights along the pathways. He added that a doctor told him that most of his wounds would become permanent scars. Singapore Botanic Gardens did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Yeah, I, there, there's there's no way that uh, that 
If this happened to me, I would be bleeding and hurt, but there would be 20 dead otters surrounding me. That I can guarantee. Do I say apparently all the time? Red wizards ate my baby. Is that is that a, is that a thing? Do you guys have uh, some type of um, like pot going every time I say apparently? Is that what I'm picking up on here? Uh, Adam says no, Eric, you don't. But I still can't get that little redheaded kid out of my head. Apparently, yeah, I know that little fucker. He ruined the word apparently. Thanks a lot to that little red-headed shithead for ruining it. We need to see more videos of whatever happened to this kid. Okay. Uh, I will try not to ruin this clip. Let's see. Main plus video. Walk myself through it. Um, the Detroit Lions played a football game yesterday. They took on the... Uh, Denver Broncos. They got their asses kicked 38 to 10. To start the game, the Denver Broncos honored the memory of Demarius Thomas. Uh, He was a a terrific player for them. Played, uh, I think, like about 10 years in the league, maybe 11 years in the league. Eight of them were with Denver. In fact, the 2012 playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers against, uh, I should say, asshole of the day nominee, Kate's Pittsburgh Steelers. He made Kate very unhappy back then, which makes me happy today because of her terrible behavior. When he caught a pass streaking across the field from Tim Tebow, of all people, and scored a touchdown, Broncos beat the Steelers. Well, this guy at just 33 years old died just before the weekend. He was in the shower, I guess, and he had a seizure, and that was it. I don't know much more than that, but a beloved player for the Denver Broncos. They're taking on the shitbag Lions, who this was weird because they started the game, the Lions did, in the first quarter, they only got 12 yards of offense. 12 yards. And they were, they were down 14 to nothing. But then they went ahead and started to kick ass in the second quarter. And it was 14 to 10 at the end of the second quarter going into the going into halftime. And the Lions were playing with the predominantly half a squad. The rest, uh, a lot of them were like, they had a whole bunch of players out from COVID. So they actually went and got what appeared to be a bunch of high school players to play for them. And they weren't doing too bad considering, but then... Uh, actually, it was 17-10 at the half. Broncos uh, score like 20 points, 21 points in the second half, beat the shit out of the Lions. But before the game started, they honored the memory of this dude uh, with this. Uh, check this out. Zone for the touchback, and here comes the moment that we spoke of. Denver will line up with 10 men in the huddle, and headed to the 88 on the sidelines is Cortland Sutton. He will make his way over there now. There are just 10 in the huddle. Wait a minute. The exposition. 14 is supposed to stand on the 88. That's Demarius Thomas' number. 
So number 14 here is already screwing it up. They're going to they're gonna take the guy who now plays in the position that Demarius Thomas played, and they have a special painted 88 on the field. And the wideout, which was what Demarius Thomas played now, is going to go stand on the 88. But this asshole's fucking everything up because he's not standing on the 88 like an asshole. Demarius Thomas, as you mentioned, Kev, heavy heart with him or size member of his community wherever he was whether it was his hometown in georgia the lions should have done an onside kick right there or here in denver of course and the kickoff will go through the end zone for the touchback and here comes the moment that we spoke of denver will line up with 10 men in the huddle and supposed to have 11 obviously to the 88 on the sidelines is Cortland sutton but he doesn't. Ruins everything because he's a, a stupid asshole. He will make his way over there now. This dick's got one job and he can't do it. There are just 10 in the huddle. The X position will be left open. Only 10 men on the field at the 25-yard line. John Hussey is the referee. See, the play clock is winding down. Crowd figures out what's going on. And they're going to take the delay of game. Both teams clapping. This guy's ruined everything. He's, he, takes, he thinks the national anthem is going to play. He takes a knee. And here comes Cortland Sutton onto the field. What a moment here in Denver for the Broncos, who lined up with just 10 men, remembering Demarius Thomas. The crowd saying DT. And the right move by Detroit to decline that penalty and give him a... Wrong. Detroit should have accepted the penalty and, like, got moved him back. Fresh set of downs and kick this thing off. And the DT chant resonating once more in Denver. First down and 10 for the Broncos at the 25-yard line. Spencer in motion. Play action for Bridgewater. And on first down, Bridgewater to the sideline. They should have just thrown it long right to that guy. Okay, so there's that. Let's move on. Same game. The guy's name is uh, Jerry Jacobs, the guy in question here. And uh, you're going to see a bad injury. Cringe alert. He's not in the shot right now, okay? But this is incredible. Watch. Wait till you see the angle of his leg. This is spectacular. It's shot from some... Okay, now, this knee right here, this is about to be destroyed by this head. This helmet. Watch. Watch. Right now, he's thinking, man, I'm, I'm going to strip this ball. I'm having such a good game. I'm kicking so much ass. Right now... Everything's great. I really love life. I love that my legs work. Okay, I take it back. This helmet's going to hit. This helmet is going to hit this knee. Oh, 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 here it comes. Oh. Okay, it started to get destroyed. Did you see that little wiggle? It's starting to get crushed right now. Oh, fuck me. Come on. Oh, 
Oh no, it's broken. It's so destroyed. Oh yeah, we got the spotlight on it now. Look at oh no. Oh Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh God be with us. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Eat it. Eat it. Oh, it's so sideways. So oh, and it's flippity and muppeting. Oh no, this guy. This poor son of a bitch. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, wow. Oh, mm. yep. Mm. Yikes. Phew. Our Healy 69 says, what about urban urban liar and the fiasco here in Jacksonville? I have not followed on that story. I haven't looked uh, looked up what's happening there, but I need to do that. I all, all I heard is that somebody got yelled at or something. I have no idea. I'll check in on it. Okay. So the Lions get hammered. Uh, they're now officially eliminated from the playoff. Did you know that going into last the game yesterday, they were not officially eliminated. In fact, they were the first team that was officially uh, eliminated from playoff contention was Houston. So, hey, we got that going for us. So, uh, there you go. Lions lose again. One more thing. The Detroit Pistons basketball team, at one point this year, they were 4-10 and 10 on the year. Not good. Not good at all. They got this new rookie named Cade Cunningham who's supposed to be really great. Seems like a nice guy. And I don't, I don't really follow the Pistons. But since they started 4-10, and 10, they have lost 12 straight. These assholes are 4-22 and 22 this year. Holy fuck. Oh, my terrible jesus why do people even go to those games my god okay uh you can become a sponsor by reaching out to me eric at ericzaneshow.com i'd love to hear from you just send me an email eric at ericzaneshow.com and i will uh well basically tell you how it works okay there you go eric at ericzaneshow.com uh, we talked about Bennett flooring installation on the show earlier. Well, I want you to buy the flooring that you're going to have installed at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Now, they've asked me at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home to uh, focus the marketing on the outlet store, the discount outlet, Johnson Carpet One discount outlet, okay? on Chicago Drive, right behind Little Caesars in downtown Granville, Michigan. Find them online uh, just by going to my website, ericzaneshow.com, and clicking on their logo. Now, at the discount outlet, they have purchased what they know is going to sell. Okay? They know they're going to sell out of it, so they buy a lot of it much cheaper, and you get it cheaper. That's it. It's this huge building, okay, loaded to the gills with whatever you want. If it's on the floor, you buy it, okay? This is a warehouse-type setting. There's like forklifts buzzing by you all the time. You're going, well, I love this stuff. 
It's dirt cheap. Why is it so cheap? Because we bought a ton of it. Okay, I need four boxes of this vinyl plank flooring. Boom, take it, get the fuck out of there, go home, buy it. And then uh, have Bennett install it. It's that simple, man. You will not find a cheaper price anywhere in West Michigan. Anywhere. That's a promise. Okay? Hand to God. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Go see Kent drop the E out of you. He runs the store for Darwin, who's down the street in his posh office making deals on flooring. Okay? So go see Kent drop the E out of you. Even just drop in to say hi. Okay? Uh, at Johnson Carpet One Discount home, uh, Floor and Home, the discount outlet store behind Little Caesars in Granville, Michigan. Okay. I have a heating and cooling guy, as you know. It is Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Reach out to the folks over there about getting your furnace tuned up. You can still get that done. You can get that done anytime. But you need it done once a year. Uh, burning, uh, you know, natural gas is not exactly the uh, cleanest process. Or maybe it's propane. Whatever you use for your furnace setup. Uh, that thing needs to be cleaned. It's a uh, piece of equipment that uh, you don't want to dare messing with if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, and getting that thing cleaned and tuned is just $79. 616-516-8579. for A&E Heating and Cooling. Hang on. Uh, you can hear me cough if you listen closely. I turn the mic down and you can still hear it. It's weird. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. I need to introduce those folks to the folks over at Bosco's Pub because that's the type of business that they're targeting um, with all the work that they do on their tech and getting uh, orders in. You know, you hit the, all right, we're going to take this burger, this burger, the chicken tenders meal, boom. The cook sees it, boom. They make it. Uh, Blue Frost IT the managed IT service provider for this show. Uh, just like you need a heating and cooling guy to work on your uh, your furnace, if you have a small or medium-sized business, to manage your tech, you need Blue Frost IT. So that in case anything goes south at any time, you're just a phone call or a text away from getting them on the problem. Otherwise, you're starting from scratch, and that's days of repair time. Oh, my God. And that means... Well, hey, we're out of business. Don't fall victim. Have this company ready to go uh, at your disposal. BlueFrostIT.com, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast and your business too. If there was any doubt that the country of Pakistan might be one of the most fucked up places in the universe, this is it. You know, you could basically pick just about any nation in the world and there's a reason for the United States to invade. Now, I don't think we ever should. I think uh, we've got enough problems here in this country. Uh, I think we need to get out of the uh, role of uh, uh, being the nation's police force, frankly. Uh, unless, of course, if uh, whatever happens to the on an invasion could uh, feasibly lead to Something terrible happen happening to uh, America and or its allies. But uh, we can't be everywhere at every time. 
But Pakistan is one nation, just like some of these other fucked up nations, that needs a good ass kicking. Naked women paraded through streets and beaten with sticks after mob accuses them of stealing. Take a look at this. Oh, well, I'm not going to show you that. But this particular picture, look at these brave women. All of these women here and children uh, uh, lighting candles and walking through the streets of Pakistan. I'll tell you what. They're fearing for their lives. This is not the most progressive place for women. I'm surprised that you don't see uh, further down the street a SWAT team or a tank with a cannon aimed at these women. It's a horrible place. These women uh, rights activists are holding signs and candles during a protest rally for another woman who was killed, different incident. Four women in this story were forcibly stripped naked, beaten with canes, and paraded through the street. Harrowing footage uh, that we don't want to see shows the women being thrashed by an angry mob. It's like that scene in, uh, what is that show called that I loved? Queens and Kings. Game of Thrones. Damn it. Shame, shame, shame. These ladies went into a store, an electronic store. They have no home. They have nothing. And they asked for water. The video shows it. The woman enters the shop. The man is working. While she's in there looking for a drink of water, seeing if someone give her a drink of water, she touches something on the shelf. The owner thinks she's taken something. We don't know if she has. Doesn't matter. In a later clip, one of the women is crying as she crouches on the floor as the camera pans around to film what is happening. Uh, More women aggressively dragged by three scumbag men probably with terrible body odor and smelling like curry. And then they rip off the women's clothes and they throw them out. And then these scumbag men that live in Pakistan in this part of town, they're like, oh, good, we got another one. This is like a way of life here. This is like normal to these animals. Okay. And then they're like, oh, cool, let's go. Fun time. And they all pull out these these sticks that they use to like beat people with. This is what they do. One of the accused women attempts to cover up with a blue shawl. They take it away from her. She appears naked except for a bra. And they're like cheering. What is going on here? Yeah. You see, this is the type of thing that you, you, you kind of wish that, you know, couple of nuclear warheads and basically everybody just gets wiped out. Just start from scratch. You know how that tornado just ripped through Kentucky? It makes you think that uh, you wish that, okay, all these people, they live terrible lives anyway. Uh, We need to just wipe all these animals out, okay? Everybody who lives there that is a good person is like, my God, I wish I was dead. And then all the rest of them are animals trying to kill them. 
So if we just wipe them all out and just say, all right, uh, Pakistan is no more. We're now going to start from scratch in Pakistan. Uh, Let's try to do better. Uh, Is there any way that the future inhabitants of what was Pakistan can maybe adopt some different principles for living arrangements as opposed to brutalizing women when they go in to ask for a drink of water? My God. Much of Pakistan lives under an honor code where women who bring, quote, shame on a family can be subjected to violence or murder. What a shithole. Even a new law has come into place to tackle the horrifying treatment of women. So apparently the the government is like, well, you know, uh, it has been a little rough. We're going to impose this law. Men who are found guilty of rape can be chemically castrated as punishment for their crimes. Well, you need to implement that, but not chemically. Just cut their balls off. And something tells me that that isn't going to be enforced. What an absolute mess. My God. On the Patreon, I cannot wait to tell you about the karma involved with a theft. There was some great karma that took place in theft, in a theft, attempted theft. Thank you to Mike Ball for sending along the story. I have a 48-year-old woman who thinks she's in her 20s. Is there anything worse than that? But this woman went the extra mile to do that. I'm going to tell you about that. Former NFL receiver Josh Bellamy is one of these people who decided to get the $1.2 million in payroll protection loans. You remember that pandemic? You basically just go to a website, you put in your name and hit a green button, and you're offered $1.2 million. It's not quite that, that easy, but it is very easy to do. I remember sitting right here when the pandemic started, not knowing if I would be able to make any money and I filled out the application. Uh, it was very easy to do. Uh, a couple weeks later, they said they sent me an email saying, you've been approved. Click this button and get your money. And I'm shit you not. You just hit the button. And in my case, $22,000 would be immediately deposited. I said, no, I don't want it. In two weeks... After I filled out that form, it turned out I had some really good uh, uh, movement and getting sponsorship on. So I said, I don't want to take these loans because, first of all, uh, I don't want to have to pay anything back. And I don't know, just fuck it. I don't want to deal with it. Come to find out that uh, a lot of that money you didn't have to pay back, which is weird, but uh, which I find that to be strange. Why? Why did we do that? Why did the... Why did that happen where they had like free money to give? Gone are the days when we put you in a camp when you need government money and you, you know, plant a national forest. Nowadays, you just raise your hand and they give you a hundred thousand dollars. It's very strange to me. I don't understand that. Well, anyway, Josh Bellamy is a real asshole. And I love these stories. Do you remember all the stories about the Los Angeles Lakers? Like, oh my God, we need payroll protection loans. And they got millions of dollars, the Los Angeles Lakers. 
And then that story went public and they went, oh, yeah, well, we're going to give that money back. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, the most expensive place in America to eat, got loans for, for millions of dollars. They gave it back when the whistle was blown on them. I'll tell you about that. Asshole of the day. Coming up next. I need your nominations. Who, as an audience, do you think should be the asshole of the day? You can self-nominate. So, like, just hypothetically, if your name is Dean or if your name is Kate and you think you should be asshole of the day, you can go ahead and self-nominate. Or you can dig your heels in. You can follow up Josh Duggar. Who is going to be asshole of the day? Asshole of the day. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 who is going to be the asshole of the day? Asshole of the day, Dirk. Why would Dirk be asshole of the day? Dirk's living his best life, man. He's not, he quit. He is not, he's not watching this. Dean keeps playing the silly game of, oh, yeah, it was my dirty mind. Come on, man. Eric, for skipping chores yet again. I didn't skip anything. I worked all weekend. If you need a mortgage, call Mario, 231-332-6505. Love that man. Uh, For a refi. Let's say you got a 30, things are going good. You want to get a 15-year mortgage. You're going to pay a little bit more each month. Well, it'll be a little bit more than a little bit more. Um, but you're going to get an incredibly lower rate on a 15-year fixed, which is going to save you thousands, and you get your home paid off faster. So figure that out. Um, maybe it's your first mortgage. Maybe you got bad credit. Maybe it's your 10th mortgage. Doesn't matter. He'll take them all. 231-332-6505. Horizon Hydroponics says if you're growing anything indoors, you got a loved one that's growing, think about Horizon Hydroponics. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N. Hydroponics.com. Shop online. Buy online. Save 10% with the coupon code ZANESHOW. And last but not least, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. If you have any new or gently used uh, winter clothing, jackets, gloves, hats, boots, drop them off at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. And any scheduled maintenance or immediate repair, get them done for your vehicle at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV along Stafford in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, along 44th Street, three blocks east of U.S. 131.
the asshole of the day. Here it is. Is it Dean? Is it Kate? No. It's scumbags in that shithole country of Pakistan. What a bunch of maniacs. What a horrible place to live. My God. As always, follow the show on Twitch, twitch.com slash Live. Thank you. Audio podcast, wherever you download podcasts. If you could throw a review on Apple Podcasts for me, I would appreciate that. Okay, folks. Have a good one. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye.